All right, all right. Beanie Talks with Friends, episode 56. We have a great guest today. What's up, Barry? Hey, how you doing? 56? 56. Yeah. Lawrence Taylor. You know Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence Taylor, yeah. New York, yeah. New York Giants, Believe wonderful linebacker. He was number 56. We'll gotcha. call us the Lawrence Taylor episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Review on episode 55, El- Evan Gilchrist and Jim Polliner from Glastonbury Wealth Management. It was a great podcast. Did you know you can't ask a financial guy about the market? Did you know that? I think I did. And yeah. And then they didn't want to talk about finances at all. They wanted to talk about donuts. Do you have a favorite donut spot? I do, actually. Um, It's our friend Donut Crazy. I do like that. Yes. Episode 10, Irene from Donut Crazy. (laughs) All right, Donut Crazy, shout out, which is also a sponsor, which reminds me, this cannot happen. Feeney Talks with Friends. We're on episode 56. We already talked about that. We are at Weeha Brewing and Roasting on 141 Shield Street. Thank you, Cody and Andy, for for allowing us to, to podcast here. Thank you, Dave from Direct Line Media and Kyle, the new guy. Kyle. Hey, Kyle. He isn't rolling my podcast yet. Good job, Kyle. <laughs> and also Gastro Park, Donut Crazy, you mentioned, West Hartford Lock, The Fix IV, and Keating Agency Insurance. All wonderful businesses. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So thank you for our sponsors. And uh, my name is Eric Feeney, founder and president of Friends of Feeney. Our mission is to help children and families that have heartbreak or tragedy. And I use this podcast, Feeney Talks with Friends, and I talk to wonderful people in the community that are doing great things. And you, Barry, do wonderful things in the West Hartford community. And it's an Thanks. honor, and thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, West Hartford Pride. Tell us a little bit about West Hartford Pride. West Hartford Pride, well, we uh, started up a few years ago with a, uh, it all began with a rally, uh, kind of in response to some things that were going on at the time, and we decided that uh, we wanted to expand it and make it an actual festival, uh, more than a party, we wanted to keep it, uh, we wanted to have the fun, but we also wanted to insert some, you know, education and uh, and awareness and activism even into the whole uh, equation. And uh, this was our uh, third, uh, well, our second in-person uh, festival this past year, and it was it was great. It's getting elegance. bigger and bigger every year. It's getting bigger and bigger. We uh, we were told to uh, start small and grow it, and that's what yeah. we're trying to do. And Friends of Feeney had a booth not this year, last year, and it was great. We met so many wonderful people. We had T-shirts, be a good friend. We had a raffle, we were raffling off logos, we sold t-shirts and just meeting the community and having a, a blast. So thank you for setting that up. Thank you for inviting Friends of Feeney. It, it, was, it was a really great event. And I'm sorry we couldn't make it this year, but we will, back, we will be back next year, yep. promise. I'm it's going already, on here, pinky promise. It's already on the calendar, June 24th. June 24th, you heard it here, we'll yeah. be there. <laughs> Friends of Feeney at the Pride Festival. You had a busy June. Uh, just a little bit. Wow. You know, uh, Pride uh, started off with a uh, flag raising in the center. Uh, and uh, real quick after that, we had a kickoff party at uh, Gastro Park. And that was, despite a little bit of rain at the beginning, very well attended. Uh, just a, a great time. Uh, with uh, And it's a family event. Yep. Um, we try to make it open to the, to everyone and it's it just it's so cool to have the uh the community and allies there gather yeah gastro park's a great place tate episode 19 tate <laughs> was on gastro park uh episode he's a wonderful person and gastro park 
uh, does wonderful things for the event, so it was a good time there. Yep, absolutely. You also were wearing Weeha Roasting and Brewing. Did you do something here? We did. We had, uh, there was two things uh, over the weekend, uh, weekend where we had uh, kind of a uh, pride party, day-long pride party here in which people could come in and, and just have a great time. And then the following day, there was a drag brunch with some Orlando and uh, Barbara Joan Street Sand. Caffeine someone? Caffeine Queens. Caffeine yes. Queen. Yes. All together the crew is called the Caffeine Queen. Caffeine Queen was the name of the uh, the uh, the event. So because so. it was here at a coffee place. Oh, uh, I get yeah. it. Now. Okay. And it was brunch, okay. so presumably nobody was drinking yet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, busy, busy. So we can name a lot of events, but we're going to mix it in with a game. Okay. It's called First, Last, Best, Worst. Ooh. So your June events. Yes. You were busy. Yes. Well, do you have a, uh, it'd be tough. This is a tough, like picking your favorite child, but Ooh. do you have a best event, worst event? Your first event we talked about was the flag raising. Yeah. Excellent event on Unity Green, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was your first one. Yeah. So that scratched off. And your last one? Was the Pride Festival. Okay. Which was. Go out with a bang. Yep. Go out with a bang. And it was fantastic. Um, I don't have an estimate on how many attended yet, uh, but we had uh, uh, about what well, it turned out to be about 18 uh, different entertain, uh, entertainer, uh, entertainers. Um, we had 60, I think we wound up with 64, 65 uh, exhibitors, vendors, whatever you want to call nice. them, uh, ranging from small nonprofits to uh, LGBTQ uh, owned businesses to uh, some of our larger sponsors um, and uh, in there we also had a drag queen story time which was hosted by our friends at Barnes and Noble nice. so it was uh, it was a great uh, great great event a day day long from noon to uh, six o'clock it ended with a dance party which uh, is something we did last year and was very well received and kind of like a tea dance on the square with kids kids dancing in the street and it was a great time and like everyone goes the mayor everyone all the state goes. reps senators yet, yet like, they all show up uh and show their support um it's it's a great community event and that's you know pride sometimes gets a reputation of only being for a certain population and that's not how we we envision uh west hartford pride it's yeah. it's for the entire community no, wonderful event. So it's tough to ask. Do you have a favorite one or one that didn't work out so well? Uh, we can't say worst. We wouldn't say no, worst. But at least, no, no. You know, the um, best one, obviously. The best one, well, you know what? For me personally, the best one, I am going to go with, I'm going to go with Gastro Park kickoff. And for only one reason. Um, had I not had COVID during the festival, that probably would have been my number one. But COVID Miss Corona hit me at the wrong time. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> During the, just before the festival, I came down with it, so I don't think I was able to enjoy it quite the way I would have uh, wanted to. So Gastro Park, nice. Yeah. Shout out to Gastro Park. Um, oh, so you are the planning member of the West Hartford Pride. What's your title? What's my title? Co-chair. Co-chair? Yep. I founded, uh, I founded it. That's That's what you know, our committee likes to, to accuse me of. And, um, and then we have uh, uh, two co-chairs currently and uh, uh, 
tight knit of volunteers or like most things you know we have a tight knit of of maybe 10 or so volunteers and then a, a much larger net of of people that help out um, nice. in the who's on things. your board or who are some chairs well uh co-chair is johanna schubert um who is who would have probably been here cheering me on but uh she kind of blew out her knee the other day so Ouch. hope she gets well quickly speedy recovery uh, johanna yes and um and then we have dawn ennis who dawn is, who is lurking in the background here we and see you, dawn. <laughs> carl uh uh we have carl and aaron um renee kleinman she's of great great uh help um and a few others as well very that, nice uh, all right yeah because as Nonprofit friends of Feeney, you need good board members. Yeah, and to be correct, you know, we're not a 501c3 yet. Uh, it's something that uh, we finally decided that we were getting too big to not do. And uh, this, uh, you know, this year is our our immediate goal. Our short-term goal is to get that all taken care of. Nice. Um, and uh, to move forward as a, a nonprofit, a 501c3, and awesome. And, uh, have all that fun. So another game, three keys. This is sponsored by West Hartford Lock. Okay. Three keys that make you great at being the chair of the West Hartford Pride. What are three attributes or characteristics that you know a chair should have? Wow. Um, the ability to listen mm -hmm. is is always, no matter what. I think um, it helps to have some ideas, and I think. Um, I think maybe just the ability to bring people together, you know, for a common cause. I think those are, I won't say they're the top three, but they're definitely yeah. up there. Listen, have ideas, bring people together. Yep. That's a good one. Three keys. That's great. West Hartford Lock. So Barry, Barry yes. Walters. Yes. Barry and CT. That's yep. your Instagram name. Yes. And Barry and CT at Gmail to be reached on an email gmail.com yep. gmail.com barry yep. so where'd you come up with barry and ct well i uh i moved here in 97 from uh, arizona and uh, at some point in there i needed an email address <laughs> so i it was in 1997 still available so, so we not to be with confused it. with barry in arizona no barry and az nope it's, AZ. it's it's ct nice, nice yes very cool and um all right oh gastro park you mentioned gastro park yeah so another sponsor we're getting right into it favorite restaurant in west hartford oh yikes if you can't pick one we totally understand that's a tough uh favorite restaurant it, does, it doesn't even have to be in west hartford anywhere because okay. we have guests that you know feel they can't pick one because they don't want to yeah i don't know that i want to cross anyone else you know, it's really difficult because, you know, we, I mean, we have our favorites. I'll put that, well, one of our favorites in our house is Sweet Chili's. Which I will one? say that. Sweet Chili's, Thai. Oh, yeah, where's that? It's on Park Road. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of uh, closer to Quaker. I heard good things about that, like yep. uh, by the theater. Yep, yep. Jay Renee's in that. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, uh, that's one of our go-tos. Nice. I have to try that place. Yep. I'm going to write that in. I'm going to add that as a shout-out. I do a shout-out in the link. Okay. And we're going to shout-out Sweet Basil. Sweet Chilies. Sweet, sweet Chilies. 
mm-hmm. and it's a tie spot on Park yep. Road. Yep. All right, we'll be trying you out soon, and shout out. We'll put the link, Facebook page, Sweet Chili, tie spot. All right. We go to Hot Basil on New Hot Park. Basil. Yeah, I've been there as well. Um, Sweet Chili's is right around the corner from my house, so it ah, makes it convenient. That's key. It's good, and it's convenient for us. True, so. that's most important. <laughs> a quick little commute yep. right there. All right, so you're at Sweet Chili. There's a follow-up question. Okay. You can eat with four guests. Yes. Any guests, dead or alive. Oh Who are you eating with at Sweet Chili's on oh, Park Road? you're giving me some good questions here. Um, anybody. Um, probably jump all over the place. Of course. Um, uh, let's see. Living or dead? Living or dead. Um, oh, man. Um, if you need five guests, I'm, I'm open for an additional guest if you're struggling. I'm going to, well, you know, the first name that came to mind when you said it was Harvey Milk, who if, uh, if you... I was going to lean that because you have a quote of his yep. either on your website or in your Instagram page? It's, uh, I tend to follow, go to, yeah, I tend yeah. to go to him. He, uh, he was one of the first um, activists that uh, was recognized across the country and, and, and uh, was unfortunately assassinated um, along with uh, up here, a colleague of his, um, the mayor actually. Um, and it was- Wasn't he the mayor of San Francisco? San, well, Harvey Milk was a, uh, on the board of supervisors, which is kind of their town, their city council type okay, of thing. Gotcha. So, um, and he was assassinated by a uh, rival, if you will, uh, somebody who had been on the board and and uh, had been voted off. There's or a movie, off. and um, famous actor plays him. Christopher Penn. Does it Chris? Penn? Yeah. Uh, will, uh, Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. Yeah. Plays Harvey. Yep. Yep. Sean Penn plays on that. Um, so, so that's one. Um, you know, I, I'm actually at a loss because I don't, uh, you know, I follow people and, and I try to, uh, what about these three over here? Harvey Milk and these three. Sure. You guys want to sure. have dinner at Sweet Chili's with Harvey Milk? <laughs> <laughs> might be kind of tough now um but yeah i mean i there's probably you know a ton of people that you know for different reasons you know i when i was younger i might have said thomas jefferson to be honest with you yep. and i would have had a certain line of questions for him and yep. today that line of questions i'd probably still have dinner yeah. with him but it would probably be a little bit different questions right you know but funny how you find out that the real history. Right. <laughs> Which I just went to Hamilton with my daughter on Friday, and he gets a huge applause when he first enters. Like, he comes in later. Yep. And the crowd goes crazy for him. Yep. So he's a, he's a fan favorite. He's a fan favorite, and, and you know, I guess, uh, you know, history. Yeah. So, he, I, yeah, I, I was going to have mine with Mr. Rogers, Abraham Lincoln, Frank Sinatra, an old dirty bastard from the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be an interesting right? group. Yeah, absolutely. So you can be very, yeah. There's variety. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've never, um, I've never become so infatuated with a single person uh, that I felt like I, you know, 
I will say that, you know, there have been times where I've been like, you know, you're driving down the road. We were talking earlier about the commute and you start thinking about things and it's like, you know, what if a historical figure was, you know, zapped into the seat next to you and how would you explain what they saw? You know, I do that kind of thing every once in a while, which is a little strange. I realize it, but what's your most recent one? You got a recent one? Uh, no, it's, you know, it's been a little bit since I did that, but, um, it probably would have been Thomas Jefferson or one of them. It's usually like a, a so-called founding father that, that, yeah. you know, somebody historical that, that helped bring the, uh, the colonies together. And, and now we have to explain what the heck happened, yeah, what happened? <laughs> for the better and for the worse. You wrote this piece of paper and it just went <laughs> off to the whole thing. For better and for worse. I mean, there are. It, it goes both ways. That's a trick I send home to parents as a third grade teacher. Instead of saying, hey, how was school? You say, if an alien zapped down into your classroom, what would he hear or see? <laughs> That's awesome. Because the kid triggers like, or what was a funny word that you heard today? Or who made you laugh? Or, yeah. you know, if your pencil could talk, what would it say? All these different questions and saying, how was school? Because you're right. going to get good. Fine. What'd you do? Nothing. But if you ask a silly way, like, hey, if an alien zapped in, Yep. So it's like how a school and there's all these fun ways. So that's a good one. Like if Thomas Jefferson zapped down into your class, into your car, <laughs> into your car, what on your would commute you say? to New Haven, <laughs> what would you say? Yep. Yep. So how is New Haven? New Haven's great. Um, it's uh, bustling, lots going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I work uh, down on Chapel Street, uh, kind of a stone's throw from downtown. And... Um, you know, it's... Yeah, it's APNH? APNH, uh, a nice. place to nourish your health. And how long have you been there? I have been there since 2014. Nice. 2014. Yep, I met my wife in New Haven. I went to Southern yeah. Connecticut State, and we lived in Westville. So yeah. near and dear to my heart, West, uh, you know, New Haven. Yeah. What's yeah. your pizza spot? Ooh, I'm a uh, modern Modern. Yeah, nice. I'm a modern a pizza guy. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go to Abate's, which is next to Libby's, like Libby's mm-hmm. with Italian ice and then Abate's. It was, yep. It's weird that we yeah. had Sally's. You can't, I mean, people might argue with me, but bad pizza in New Haven is oftentimes better than yeah. <laughs> any pizza elsewhere. So, yeah, you Ned know. Lamont loves bragging about our pizza, about yes. Connecticut being the number one pizza spot. Yes. The bar, bar stool has a guy, Dave Portnoy, and he says Sally's is the number one. Sally's Modern and Pepe's are in his top three of four. Yep. I think we're getting one here in West Hartford, And, actually. yes, I live right up here on New Britain Ave. So, from my house, I'll be able to walk to a Pepe's and a Sally's. There you go. Can't beat it. There you go. <laughs> and just think, when I was in New Haven and my wife's like, I'm pregnant, we need to move. And both being educators, her being from East Granby, me being from Waterbury, West Hartford was like right in the middle. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to move there. You know, I want to stay in New Haven or, but. Uh, Close to the pizza. Yes. It turned out to be like a wonderful move, greatest move. I'm in a great school system, you know, meeting wonderful people like you. So. West Hartford is. West Hartford is really awesome. I'm very happy yeah. that we moved here. My girls are in the school system. They love the school system. I love it as a parent. And a teacher, so it yep. just means the world to be in West Hartford. Yeah, I I have a now 16-year-old, and it's, you know, as you said, good, good school system and, uh, and you know, lots of resources. Um, 
for yeah. them, for the kids. So No, it's great. Um, yeah, all the teacher talk. I've been a teacher for 18 years. I taught nine years at Kingsbury School where I went to school, and I've taught nine years at Wolkett School where my daughters went to school. Yep. Do you have a favorite teacher? Oh, um, favorite teacher would have been, uh, there's two, and sometimes I confuse the two of them together. One was uh, in middle school and one was high school. Mr. Woods was the high school, and um, both of them actually were, uh, they were good about um, presenting alternate views of things. You know, they were both government history teachers, and so they weren't uh, toeing a line, you know, and, and they were willing to uh, discuss, and this is back in the 80s, so a little while ago, um, discuss, you know, what, so you know, this is this guy. is what's in the books. This oh, yeah. is this is what, you know, what some other people saw. So that's you know, good. When a teacher can do that, like re- talk real to you, yep. you you respect that more. Yeah, and 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 I don't remember which one it was, the middle school or the high school, but I remember him saying, you know, if you're, as I recall, the exact thing was if you're. You, you're sitting on your rocker on your front porch, not doing anything, not voting and not uh, participating in anything, then you kind of, yeah. you know, you kind of get what you get. Get what you get. And, and it's important to, to act on, your, uh, on what you want and what you think you need. Do you think those words inspired you to, you know, be a campaign manager, get involved in politics, start a a nonprofit is this did that were those inspirational words I think so and you know also I give a little credit to my mother I give a lot of credit to my mother because you know it was great to have those teachers but my mom had already sort of instilled those you know these values of uh, respect authority but question it you know um, the truth is not always you know, what people tell you, and you have to, you know, step back and be willing to listen to other viewpoints. And, you know, she did that with myself, my brother and sister at a very early age. And, um, you know, we, you know, it's, it's carried through with all three of us till now. And I'm still pretty much like that. You know, it's like, I'm not going to take uh, somebody's word for it just because of who they are you know I like that was your mom a teacher no no not at all sounds like teacher teacher words yeah no she was I mean she's probably you know one of the smartest people I know but uh you know she was not a teacher she was uh it's like believe half what you see and nothing of what you hear well I messed that up yeah well well there's always a story there's always something li- that lies underneath, you know. And, you know, at the time I lived, you know, when I was young, we were in South Dakota, southwestern South Dakota. And, you know, it was, um, you know, it was a time when Native Americans in South Dakota were not exactly valued um, and, and questionable whether they still are as, as to what they should be. And, you know, there was a lot of things we saw. It was the AIM movement when I was little. And, and my mom would, you know, she basically said, 
this is what they're doing. This is what you're being told. This is what has happened. You know, you give, you know, the uh, Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, you give the people wood houses and they have no wood to burn a, you know, in the wood stove they were given, what are they going to do? They're going to chop up their houses and to stay warm in a South Dakota winter. So, you know, she's, she gave, she yeah. was able to, to say, look, there's, there's reasons why things are the way they are. Um, don't just take it for face value. Yeah. And you said you moved around a lot. So you were in South Dakota, Arizona. Yep. yep. I'm going to that. And the reason why? Well, I, uh, I was born on Ellsworth Air Force Base outside Rapid City, South Dakota. And um, that's where my father had met my mother. And so we had a little bit of uh, Air Force brat going on where we uh, went to Guam for the island paradise of Guam for a couple <laughs> of years, so I hear. Um, and then uh, we wound up back in Indiana stateside where my brother and sister were both born and then uh, back to South Dakota. Um, by then, my father was out of the military, and and uh, I guess it was the late 70s, he had um, artificial hips put in, and uh, he couldn't deal with the cold anymore. Uh-huh. So that, that took us down to Prescott and then Tucson, Arizona. Oh, very cool. And you were a wildcat at the University of Arizona? I was a wildcat, bear down. What was your degree there? It was geography and regional development. Oh, nice. So, you know, basically urban planning and, and the like. Um, it was very cool. Nothing that I'm doing now. But. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> and then you have a certificate of nonprofit management? Or, a from certificate UConn? of nonprofit management from UConn, which um, is kind of an abbreviated uh, version of the master's, um, where you get to pick and choose what works for you and you get a certificate and um, you know I, I did that after working in retail for a, more years than I care to, to say um, but uh, it it uh, was great in that it, it sort of combined this nonprofit sector with the the retail that I'd been doing the business acumen if you will and you think that would help me in my position as founder of a nonprofit? You know, there's some great stuff in there. Um, you know, talking about evaluate, evaluation of, of your programs and stuff like that, that, you know, there's some tools in there that, that you could probably yeah. find useful. I'm all about getting as, all the help I can get. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Learning everything I need to learn to be, you know, to make sure this is working and beneficial yeah. to people we're helping and. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got some, uh, I found it very valuable. I would do it again. How many classes? Is it like a full master's class or a couple no, of classes? No, uh, you know what? I'm trying to remember. That was a couple of years back. Um, it's, it's like half the classes, basically. Were there like papers and assignments? and? Oh, yeah, you still had all that good stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm too old for that these days. Uh, I don't know. At the time, you know, I was working full time and I... Um, well, I still am, but the, uh, most of those classes were held in the evenings. Okay. So, you know, I'd race home from work, and if I was lucky, have some time, and then go to the class. In West Hartford, UConn? Yeah, at the or time, it was in West Hartford, yeah. Like a it's cohort? all downtown now. Of how so. many were in the cohort? Oh, geez. Um, it wasn't huge. Um, 
You're asking me to remember things I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember yesterday. Um, it wasn't many. Um, the whole school, though, because it was public policy, so, you know, and that maybe a couple hundred, few hundred, but, but the classes were always fairly small. Very cool. I just want to do a plug. Can I do a plug about, or we have a golf tournament. So do you golf? Not in years. All right. Well, you're going to golf hopefully on September 10th at right. Goodwin Golf Course in Hartford. September 10th, uh, our friends of Feeney's first ever golf tournament. So 500 bucks for a foursome. And we're helping children and families have heartbreak or tragedy. This is thanks to Omar and Miles. My good buddies are the co-chairs of that. Uh, we, right now we have five foursomes signed up. We're looking for 18. So we need actually six. We just had one today. So we have 12 more spots. We just want every hole filled to start us off. Uh, there are 18 holes, four times 18. So hopefully we get that going. Please come by if you can. Well, it's maybe we'll get John time. and Tiffany on a team there. For John me. Bailey, do you golf? <laughs> All right, keep practicing. <laughs> September 10th, check your schedule. Oh, everyone loves Goody. All right, Goody. See, John Bailey likes Goody. He approves. There's some people that were like, Goody needs some work or it wasn't good. But over the years, right, they made huge improvements. Tons of improvements. Perfect for a tournament. We're going to have a hole-in-one contest, a long drive contest. Hopefully, John Bailey's going to be there. John Bailey. All we'll right. See. Dawn, do you golf? <laughs> so, no. Tiffany, do you golf? Uh, no, unless Tiff like, has a 10 out of the golf club, and I was five. Well, I'm so glad I asked if you guys golf. Those yeah. are all, all wonderful answers. <laughs> Dawn strikes out. I Dawn Bailey loves Goody, and <laughs> Tiffany once almost killed her cousin. <laughs> I learned golf in Arizona where the courses are plentiful out there. Oh, sure, yep. Yeah. So golf tournament. And one more. Irish night. Don, you mentioned you're Irish. Oh, indeed. Irish night, Yard Goat Stadium, Friday, August 19th. Join Friends of Feeney supporting a family called Friends of Nicholas, the Parenti family. We're, gonna sh we're raising money for Nicholas. Uh, he needs some support. And so we're helping out Friday the 19th. They're going to be 20 bucks. It's Irish night. You can pay in Venmo Cash app. It's going to be a great time. Two things. So we got a golfer and an Irish. Irish person. Irish. From the motherland. Where in Ireland are you from? My family's from Leitrim, Mayo, and Cork. Nice. The Feenies are from Waterford, right Waterford. at the tip. Oh, but we have your crystal. Yes. Okay. So we have from here, Roscommon. Roscommon. All right. Cool. And McGinnis. She married oh. in. <laughs> You're in. Any McGinnis, that's a great Irish name. Have a Guinness, McGinnis. Cool. So we got the golf tournament. We got the Yard Goat Stadium. We talked about the shirts. So did you pass out some shirts at the Pride Fest? I, we did. We had uh, you uh, uh, provided us with some of the ones from last year. Yeah. But then we also had our own this year as I'm wearing Ooh. one right now. And, really uh, nice. Even brought one for did you. Did you bring one? Oh. I did. I didn't know what size, and I thought, you know, I'd ruin the surprise if I asked you. So, I love some but if you need a different size, you can definitely love have one. Boom! That's my size. That's the size. Large and in charge. <laughs> be loud and be proud. Absolutely. T-shirts. T-shirts. 
West Hartford Pride. You know, it's getting bigger and bigger, soon to be a nonprofit. Yep. No, you had some, run, you ran down some, let's just run down some wonderful events. So you talked about the flag raising. Yeah. Gastro Park on the 2nd. I have Weeha Roasting and Brewing on the 11th. Uh, you had the rally. You did a Fleet Feet Fun Run and Walk. Yep. So, you, man, busiest June ever. And yeah. That was June 22nd at Fleet Feet. Did yep. you run or walk? I did not because that was COVID the beginning day. of my COVID. Oh. Um, and then we also Soccer had day. a fun ride. Um, oh, with the Trek Newington? With Pride Trek ride? Newington and the Hartford uh, Gay and Lesbian Health Collective actually organized it with us. And they, um, you know, we had a couple okay. dozen riders out there. It was awesome. Tell to us see a that. little more about Hartford Gay and Lesbian Health Collective. I, I was interested about that one. They are located on uh, Broad Street, uh, the, the main office there in Hartford. And wow. they provide a number of services, um, HIV and STI testing. Um, they also have dentistry there. And, oh, nice. How um, long have they been around? Ooh, good question. I, they'll probably kill me for not being able to answer. But um, let's see. APNH is 38 years old. Um, I think they came in shortly after. Very nice. So I think they've been around 30 plus years. And where in Hartford are they located? Broad okay. Street. Broad Street. Yeah, you yep. said that. Very cool. And how did you collab? Is it the first time you've collaborated with them on a bike thing? No. Um, I've collaborated with them last year, um, and they were also a sponsor. Uh, nice. both last year and again this year of Pride. And then in my regular work, I oh, wow. work with them. So you have friends time time. that are there. Yep. yep. Very cool. And then New Park Brewery had two events at New Park Brewery. We did. We had the comedy show, which was fantastic. Um, sold out. In, I saw that sold out like weeks before. It that was sold awesome. out. And we had uh, comics from around uh, uh, New York, Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts, mostly. Were all the comics local. gay and lesbian? Or? They were. Okay. Uh, LGBTQ, part of the, the community yep. somewhere on the spectrum. And then uh, the other event was uh, Tell Me Another. That was in collaboration with Terry Wolfish Cole, um, who does a storytelling uh, event, uh, well, events. And uh, last year we collaborated with her on that, and we did it again this year. And it's just was it at New Park last year too? Uh, no, at, last year it was actually at um, it was at the Universalist Church of West Hartford uh, in the back parking area, which was kind of cool. You know, do you was, guys do moth rules? You only get eight minutes, or how does that work? They're given, yeah, yeah, they're given a specific amount of time, and then they tells something very cool typically about themselves and it's it can be very it can be very moving it can be funny it can be yeah, good it, mix yeah it's it's one of those you'll laugh you'll cry type of things yeah. it really is cool it's a great day laugh cry and think yep it's a wonderful day yep no i do storytelling with speak up matt uh -huh. dicks uh so i've told a story uh i got beat up by a guy with no arms and no legs how i met my wife in southern in new haven and one of my favorite teachers, Mrs. Jarrell, who ended up, she was my fifth grade teacher, and then she ended up being the principal who hired me. So oh. this woman, like, very important to me. So she's my favorite teacher, if you were to ask Mrs. And, Jarrell. And she must have liked you. Yes. Uh, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, had to retire early for early onset of Alzheimer's. So mm. it was, like, really touching. Really special person to me. But that would be my story. And so New Park, I like New Park a lot. Yeah. It's a good spot. I, I like it. It's... Uh... It's a good venue there with the, the room, the barrel room. Yeah. Cool people. Tom is great. Yep. Yep. Um, 
So we got that. Oh, um, yeah, the flag. So yeah. the pride flag has been maybe adapting or changing a little bit. It started off, you know, being the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and then they yep. added the triangles. Well, it, or, or actually, there was, a, there was actually an intermediary oh, there, too, where on. there was the Philadelphia flag, which just added uh, black and brown to the top of the flag. flag. And um, Hold on. I'll pull up on my phone while you're talking. Okay. And then, um, then, then it got a little more interesting because they wanted to start adding in some others, and they brought in the black, the brown, the pink, and blue and white, which is for our transgender uh, community members, and then the yellow with the purple ring is the intersex um, folks. So, took the original uh, and added to it. You know the evolution. So, to become more inclusive. So could, um, pull it up on Amazon. So then the colors are pride, and these are for maybe like people. Are those for like the black and brown would be for uh, black and Latinx um, communities um, or persons of color, and then the pink, blue, and white is transgender. Gotcha. And. Um, and then this flag here that we're looking at oh, on the wall have, has yep. the yellow and the purple ring for intersex. Intersex. Mm -hmm. Very cool. All right. Got a little lesson. I need yeah. always learning. It's, you know, evolving to be more inclusive. And, uh, and it, how would I approach a situation where someone's transitioning and they've been someone to me my whole life? Yeah. A, a name. Yeah. And then that person, you know, has changed yep. and wants to go by a new name. Right. Should there be a process of accepting me making a mistake that this person has been this, we'll say like this person was Jennifer and now she, she wants to go by, you know, Frank. So Jennifer, yep. I've been referring to Jennifer the whole time. Right. And now like I've known for two weeks that now you want to go by Frank. Yep. There should be a process. You, like when I say, hey, Jennifer, you, can't, you shouldn't be like, it's Frank now, right? Is, that, is there some patience? Well, this you know a, what? Someone close to me that maybe I feels that could kind of bust me. Yep. But I also want to be like, hey, give me some time. I'm also going through this learning. Right. And, I, you know, so would you like to speak on that? Uh, well, first step, first thing to recognize is not every person's going to be the same, you know, as far as their transition, you know, as far as that that process for them you know they may be fully willing to give you a little bit of leeway you yep. know and another person might not be and you kind of have to respect where they are yeah. um and you know when it comes down to it mistakes you know you're going to make mistakes with yeah. names and pronouns and stuff yeah. and you know when you do the best thing to do is to own it yeah you know don't don't try to pass it off as you know well, it's your fault you changed your name or, you yeah. know, don't do that. You, you and made I the said, mistake. I'm sorry. And I corrected it. myself right away. You own it. But I also like apologize like four times in this one sitting because yeah. it just like, you know. Well, one thing, you know, you have to remember for some people, particularly if it's been a while, dead naming somebody, you know, using a name that they no longer use, it, it, it's hurtful. And uh -huh. so, you know, you might be, you might be allowed a mistake or two, but if you keep repeating it, then okay. there's a... Dead know, naming. That's a, okay, yeah, it's called that, dead naming. Dead naming is when you, you refer Use to the person the as, an, as ah, no. 
Okay. Former name or right. old name or dead right. name. Okay. Right. Yeah. It just take a minute, take pause, think, and then yeah. slow down. Like most things, own it. Own it. You know, when you make a mistake, own it and don't keep repeating it. <laughs> and what about um, comparing coming out, you know, in 2022 and maybe coming out when you, when did you come out? I came out in the uh, early, early mid nineties, early nineties. And, um, you know, for me, it was probably a little bit different for some because I had a very accepting mother and very accepting family. Um, so I probably made it harder on myself than, um, than I could have. Um, you know, when I came out to a couple of my friends, they were both angry that I took so long and that I questioned how they would react, you know, they're, um, and so some of that is that internalized stigma that we all carry around with us and, you know, internalized homophobia, even for those who are part of the LGBTQ community. So, you know, I think, um, you know, I made it harder on myself than I needed to, but it is very different now, I think. You know, you still have that internalized stuff going on for a lot of kids, so for, you know, them or a lot of adults too. You know, they, it's still difficult, but also just seeing what's happening, you know, having a 16-year-old son and seeing him and his friends and how they interact and and how, you know, being somewhere on the spectrum of LGBTQ plus is just not what it was, you know. You, when I was that age, it was, you know, there was still no hand-holding in public. There was still, you know, a lot of uh, negative things said. You certainly wouldn't see signs and billboards and even corporate, you know. Um, you know, we've had this discussion as part of Pride, you know you know, corporate, you know, rainbow capitalism. And, you know, for some of us who are older, had I seen a pride flag, you know, in advertisement when I was 18, I would have, you know, it's just something that, yeah, you know, you didn't see then. And it would have been a, a step towards, you know, normalization at that point. And, and so it's, it's very different. Do you know when the pride flag was introduced or developed? Oh, no. Come on, history buff. 70. Oh, in the 70s. 70. I want to say 72. Cool. I'd have to go back and do my research, but I think it was 72. And dad, military dad? Yeah. Was okay? Did you? My dad was perfectly fine. Um, Because I just, you know, you assume, prejudge, military dad, 80s. Would no, give a little pushback? He also was not, you know, he, he was in the military, but he questioned, you know, authority. You know, he, uh, he was a B-52 mechanic, so he, he worked on these giant, you know, they're huge. Fighter bombers. Jets. Yeah. They're bombers. Yep. And, you know, you feel them a mile away when they're taken off. And, uh, you know, stationed in Guam, he knew that these planes were coming back with less fuel than they should have. And so he knew that they were going to places that were beyond um, 
at the time Vietnam. So, and then of course it was later determined that yes, we were flying and bombing in other areas. And, you know, he made the mistake of telling my mother, the story goes, he um, told my mother and my mother started mouthing off about it. And his uh, commanding officers told uh, my dad that you need to keep that shut you know keep her mouth shut basically um you know so he's which was not going to happen and he knew it (laughs) so he was always their mom spoke up against what what was not right and fought for yeah yeah as much as they could and um you know it's kind of hard when uncle sam is making your paycheck to to scream too hard but yeah i'll be an advocate speak up no i think that's great all right, be proud. That's awesome. Good story about mom and dad. Thanks for sharing that. That yeah, was no really problem. cool. And then, um, oh, yeah, coming out, we talked about that. So yeah. that was in the 80s. Um, no, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Wonderful. Um, anything else you'd like to share about the topic? About uh, coming out? Yeah. Uh I think there's probably a few things that I'd love to share. Yeah, please do. <laughs> um, you know, if I were to, you know, talk to, talk to, you know, myself, my younger self, it would be, you know, don't be so hard on yourself and 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 accept yourself, you know, because, you know, nobody's... Now, when, when, to clarify, when you say hard on yourself, were you stuck in like a dilemma to come out or were you not confident or were you questioning your choice? I was questioning and I was afraid to, to let it be known. It's funny because in cleaning um, just a couple days ago, I came across, I think I kept a journal for like two months of my entire life, but it was when I was coming out and going back and reading through it, you know, as a 53 year old man, I was kind of like, dude, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Oh, really? And, and so, you know, it's really, um, it really is, you know, don't, don't, uh, you know, really don't be so hard on yourself and, and, you know, others are going to accept you and some are not. And that's, it doesn't matter whether you're gay or, or not gay, you know, that's going to be, that's how the world works. And, yeah. um, you know, there are going to be people that, that don't like you, and that's unfortunate, but don't let it drag you Someone down. Someone came out to me and were like, was upset and crying and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like going to start crying, and then they finally tell me why, and I'm like, you know, I thought you were going to tell me you're dying with cancer or something. I'm like, hey. that's totally okay. Like, you know, yeah, it's a tough choice to, to tell someone or to come out, and I couldn't imagine, that, you know, you're – you got the back and forth feeling or, you know, just questioning someone. Well, and the other thing I would say is, is, you know, we do live in an era where being LGBTQ plus is, is, um, more accepted and, um, and more, uh, embraced. Um, however, that's not true for everyone and for every place, you know, we still, you know, we're seeing places going backwards right now as far as rights and and um, how people are treated. Um, and I think it's important for those of us who live in places like Connecticut, West Hartford, that are very 
you know, open and affirming to, to stick up for those who, who maybe can't or are being, uh, overridden, if you will. Um, you know, it's right now we have, I think it's something like 14 states or, or so that have similar to the Florida's don't say gay bill going through their legislature. And, and, you know, we have, in Florida, you know, where one school district, they were instructed to to take their safe uh, place signs down, and, and uh, teachers were instructed to get rid of their photos of their significant others if they were uh, same-sex couples and such. So this is going backwards, and I think it's important for us to you know, celebrate who we are with things like pride, but it's also very important for us to be loud, be proud, which was our theme this year. Ah, okay. And, and you know, let other people and other places know that we're here and, you know, we're, you know, going to stand up. And, okay. And no, I like it. Move forward. I say that too. Stand up proud and tall. You know, yep. be proud. Yep. So that's awesome. Be loud by be proud. Yep. I love the saying. And um, thank you for sharing that. Wonderful stories uh, and just opening up. And, you know, hopefully our listeners are learning and, and you know, raising awareness. Um, so it's important to be, be a good friend. You know? Yep, absolutely. Hold the door for people. Give a compliment. Be charitable. Pick up trash that's not yours and just love everybody. So we're all about that. You know, it might be cliche, but be kind. Be kind. Easy. Yeah. So easy. So simple. It's yep. difficult for some people. Yep. And it's returned. Yeah. Most often it's returned. Cool. So we got barryandct at gmail.com. Barryandct yep. on Instagram. Pride Weeha on Instagram. Yep. Um, what time we got there, Kyle? See, we got 50 minutes on the clock. 50 minutes with Feeney. 50 minutes with Feeney. How are you feeling after 50 minutes with Feeney? I'm feeling pretty good. All right. You, you asked about Donut Crazy. Is your favorite donut? Do you have a favorite donut at Donut Crazy? Oh, my gosh. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't. Um, I've had a few different ones, and and I can't think of what my favorite would be. The most memorable, and I don't I don't know if the one here in West Harvard has it, but the one in New Haven did. That was a cheeseburger. Oh, did they make the cheeseburger here? Did they have it over here? I have, I've never looked. I've That's never crazy. Checked. You would eat that cheeseburger between two donuts? We did at work. Um, we actually, you know, decided to see, you know, this was pre-COVID. We decided to see what all the fuss was about. Yeah. And we ordered donuts and we ordered the burger and we... Oh, you made shared. Them. Oh no, they don't they come together made or you have no to make no it no. Yourself? We ordered some. We ordered a number of things: donuts gotcha. and the burger, and and we shared just to kind of try it out. Get a yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. Very good. I think the Yard Goats had it. The Big E has it. Crazy Burger at yeah. the Big E. Two donuts and a burger. Yeah, it's something about the salt and the sweetness. And you ever have Neil's Donuts in West in Wallingford? I believe I have actually. Yeah. So I, we did a donut off last episode 55 with Evan and Jim. Uh, what did I bring? I brought Donut Crazy. Jim brought Neil's. Evan brought Elmwood Bakery. 
Uh-huh. So we compare their honey dip. We compare their jelly donut, their Boston cream. And then, you know, Niels cuts their jelly donut, spreads the jelly evenly throughout the donut, puts it back together. So every bite gets jello. Instead right. of just squirting it in the hole right, where right. you may get ratio proportion, may exactly. not get jelly. Exactly, you get a blob in the middle and that's it. So I, I was like mind blown. <laughs> and then Elmwood came through with a chocolate-covered caramel drizzle. Oh. oh, chocolate and caramel. So, yes. Have you ever tried Tasties? Where's that? It's uh, Newton Ritten Avenue. Tasties? Uh, Tasties. It's in Hartford. Come on. Um, and they're, they're mini donuts. Even Don't better, so you could eat more. So you can eat twice. You like 10 of them, and you're like, hey, but they're small. But they're small. Half the calories, right? On New Britain Avenue, Hartford? (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I'm sorry, New Park Avenue uh, near, um, near Park Past New Park Road? uh, 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 New Park Brewery, past New Park Brewery? Past the movie theater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be near, um, I think it's Hamilton and New Park. Oh, we're gonna put them in the, the shout outs too. We yeah, have sweet chili shout out, tasties and Harford shout out. Yeah, shout-out. they're just like little mini donuts. Delish. Any other donut spots you want to shout out? <laughs> no, I think that's enough. All right, crazy questions. Uh oh. Sponsored by Donut Crazy on Farmington Avenue, right next to Zahara. Scott Miller, episode forty six. Scott Miller from the Doro Group. So they're okay. on. Hopefully Scott Miller, I haven't reached out, but Scott Miller, hopefully you're going to do breakfast sandwiches for this. I had him on the podcast. And I'm like, hey, we're having a 50th podcast celebration at Playhouse on Park. Can you guys do the food? He's like, absolutely. Nothing like, like subtle $3,000 worth of food to the Yikes. Playhouse on Park. That's awesome. And it was amazing. Like anything you wanted. You know, their yeah. hummus is amazing. Their- you know, we have some great businesses. Oh, my God. Great people here in West Hartford. Yeah. And, you know, with pride, we we – you know, Pink Flamingo, Ashley. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I got to have her Just, on. She's, she's amazing. I have her card. I met her. Uh, yeah. I love that idea. Like, cool concept. Balloons. She just won, like, Entrepreneur of the Year for the West yeah. Hartford Chamber. Our yeah. new business. New business. Oh, what'd she win, Dave? New business? Pink Flamingo? New business. She's cool. Yeah. We're going to get her on. What's her name? Ashley's uh, Ashley. Sapato. Sapato. You're going to be a guest on Feeny Talks with Friends. Sorry if I butchered your name. <laughs> All right, so what minute are we? Ooh, well, I've already had Chris Clark on. Who else won? Avi. Avi's long overdue for coming on the podcast. He just donated more WeHa computer, uh, we Care computers. Mm-hmm. He has given families in need of like 25 computers. That's awesome. Because um, I work very closely with the Hillcrest community and just during right. uh, at-home learning. We gave laptops, and Avi was, thank you again, Avi. He gets a lot of shout-outs on the podcast, but well-deserved because he is a wonderful, good-hearted person, Avi. Good people, as they say. Good people. He's good <laughs> peeps. What minute are we for Donut Crazy? No, so Dave, you kind of bust in. I asked when Donut Crazy is, right? And then we go off on a tangent. Should, I, should you wait to hit it when I get into the questions or when I say it? All right, we're, hopefully you hit it right now at this point. Donut Crazy. Are you ready for crazy questions sponsored by Donut Crazy? Hit me with them. Farmington Avenue. Irene from episode 10. Do we already talk about that? Yes. See, yes. I'm dragging on. All right. <laughs> what is your favorite color? Blue. Would you rather be a cat or a dog? Cat. Would you rather be a cookie or a brownie? A uh, brownie. Would you rather read Harry Potter 
or Harold and the Purple Crayon? Purple Crayon. That's a that's a quick read. Yeah. What's your favorite animal? Uh, probably gonna go back to the cat. All right. Any cat. How much money do you have? On my person right this minute? Yeah, empty your pockets. Not a dime. Let's play a new game. Not a dime. Empty your pockets. I have plastic and that's it. (laughs) That was another game. What's in your pocket or what's on your feet? Uh, Sperry's. Sperry's. Boat shoes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Slides. Those are nice. Sperry's on his feet. All right. (laughs) How much money do you have? How old are you? 53. 53. What's your favorite car? Oh, uh, the one I'm driving right now. Nice. What's your favorite thing about your job? About my job, uh, knowing that I am helping in some way, helping others, helping communities. Nice. Do you have any children? I have one. 16. 16. Hall or Connard? Connard. Do you know Feeney? Do I know Feeney? That's me. I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite Harry Potter character? Oh, my goodness. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, which probably just lost me a lot of people. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do you like summer? Uh, Too hot. All right. So my next question was going to be why. I I like, like 72 degrees. Would you rather eat pizza that tastes like ice cream or ice cream that tastes like pizza? I think I would go with the pizza that tastes like ice cream. Would you rather have an extra finger or an extra uh, toe? Toe. All right. Would you rather eat pasta or spaghetti? Aren't they the same? (laughs) True. (laughs) What's your favorite emoji? Ooh. Uh... The the smiley face with the eyes that are kind of like in the tongue like sticking out. out. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Kind of like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather break your arm or break your leg? Neither. Yeah, right? That's terrible. Would you rather be a cat or a dog? <laughs> a cat, hands down. Would you rather have sprinkles or no sprinkles? No sprinkles. Chocolate or strawberry? How about a chocolate-covered strawberry? Ooh. Good, good answer. Good answer. Do you have siblings? One of each. One brother, one sister. Oh, so do I. One brother, one sister. Where do you fit in? The oldest. Yeah, I'm the oldest too. Barry. Yeah. It, Is your middle sister and then younger brother? Uh, no. Other way around. My my sister's the young one. Poor thing. Poor. <laughs> By the time it got to her, the curfew was like down to eight o'clock. Right? You know. <laughs> Isn't that true? The youngest like. There's a funny joke. My nephews, I have three nephews. The first kid when they're babies, like the first kid eats dirt. The mom yeah. rushes, calls the nurse, calls the hospital. My yep. kid can't eat dirt. The second kid, you like clean them out with soap. The third kid, you're like, we're going to call that lunch. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So I, that's yeah. three kid syndrome. Yeah. Would you rather be loved or smart? Oh, would you rather be rude and loved? Or smart and ignored? Hmm, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't want to be rude. So Smart and ignored? I guess. That's a tough one. But yeah. you're still smart. Yeah, I'd rather... Do you yeah. have a pet? I mean, I have a 16-year-old, so I'm already <laughs> ignored. Um, True. <laughs> I'm getting that now, too. 
Um, do I have a pet? Currently, I do. Currently, I actually have a frog. If you, wow, yeah, it, is it named? Yeah, Rufus. Rufus. Did you find it outside and brought it inside, or did you? Uh, my son brought home a tadpole uh, from the ice. It was like March of last year, and you know, after a week or two, the ADHD was over the uh, the frog, the tadpole. So I had it and um and believe it or not you know i fed it I, so I, you bird this thing pretty much yeah i mean cycle you know it's interesting because i fed it what it was what they said to feed it which was like leaves you know lettuce and whatever and not a thing you know it didn't grow at all and one day i said what the heck and threw a piece of lunch meat in there and the thing attacked it so apparently i have a carnivorous frog Rufus the frog that eats meat yeah and he uh he so you've uh, had this for a year and a half almost I have and he's still hopping around his little terrarium thing yeah Rufus eats little roly-polies and yeah that's funny because I bought my kids during COVID guinea pigs same thing they forgot about them my wife has to clean it feed them (laughs) yeah I'm normally a cat person not a frog person so true and then the headphones are in these days and they don't talk with me come on now it happens right it happens to the best of yeah. us yeah mine's on the cape right now so Ooh. wearing the cape well fleet oh, nice. with grandma nice no i love the cape my family in centerville and hyannis uh, my uh other half grew up uh summers on okay. the cape his his mother and grandparents were teachers Still have a house there and stuff or? uh the Cottage had to be demolished because it was about to fall in the ocean. Um, but his mother built a house um, to retire to, and, and so that's still there. Nice. Oh, yeah, what is your other half's name? And David, David Dave. Murphy. Shout out to David Murphy. Yeah. I don't, I've never met him. I've dropped off many things at your house. Oh, actually, no, I did talk, chat with him once in the driveway. Yeah, it's, it's – David is – you know, there's a joke amongst our friends that it's rare that you see us together. And they, I think they sometimes question whether <laughs> we exist. <laughs> Maybe it's like Fight Club. You're the same person, never in the same Maybe. room at the same time. No, we just, you know, there are certain things that we have similar interests and certain things we don't. To so. each his own. Very cool. David Murphy. I like the name Murphy. Yeah. Mur- Does he go by Murph? Not for me, no. It's funny. He has very... I, you know, he has friends that call him Murph. He has friends that call him Dave, co-workers. But to me, it's David. David. Yes, always has been. Very, Very insistent. Cool. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? I would rather be too cold. Would you rather live in a mansion or a farm? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with the younger self would have said mansion, but me now, farm. As long as I had somebody take care of the animals. Would you rather live in a villa or a mansion? Uh, is there really a difference? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't Would know. you rather be able to fly or read minds? Uh, I'm going to go with fly because I feel like reading minds would be turn into something really self-destructive yeah. after a while. All right, last one. Apple pie or pumpkin pie? Uh, I'm going to go with pumpkin. Nice. And you got to pick one of these. Dawn, Tiffany, or John. Pick one. Uh-oh. What? If I have to pick one, 
For what? To share my... We're going to follow-up question. Uh-oh. Oh, so I'm just picking one. I'm not, I'm not picking my favorite oh. one. So I'll, Tiffany pointed to herself, so I'll go with that. <laughs> so Barry, what makes Tiffany a good friend? Our motto is be a good friend. You know, give a compliment, hold the door, pick up trash that's not yours, be charitable. What makes Tiffany? Or actually, start at Tiffany. We'll do all three. Tiffany first. Barry, what makes Tiffany a good friend? Tiffany is, let's see. You know what? She's, I think she listens. You know, I, I said that early on where listening is important, and I think that that's something that she does. Um, she also knows, she knows the line between, I think, I mean, she has a very strong work ethic, but she also knows when to be fun. So I think those are two uh, great things. And she buys the first round. You're my friend. You're, you're be, that's a great friend. Now, Bailey, on the other hand, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> all right so all right last game you can't so this is one the bird game so we've asked so far we have 22 seconds 30 seconds and 32 seconds so you put your phone on speaker yeah you got to call someone and make them make a bird sound that's all you got to do and, and it, it can't, can't be, be a, them it can't be <laughs> all right so i have to call somebody on speaker and do they... You can say anything you want to make them go beep, beep, brr, brr. I would have bird. I don't want to give it away. So I can't say that... Make a bird sound. I can't say make a bird sound. Yeah, you can. Oh, Just okay. make. So you want to call someone that you can trust that's going to pick up because yeah. it's timed. And then you want to call someone that's not going to question you. Like, hey, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Are you kidding? Blah, you know blah, blah. I know who would do it. And let me know when you're ready. We'll time That's definitely not David. Uh, um, do, 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 do. We get to look over at Dave too for. Are you gonna get this? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So. All right. So. Oh, you're on. Let me know when you start. I'm gonna set right, the timer. Hang on a second. My phone does a little. Oh, you don't even. Have, do you have an iPhone? No. Google Voice. Look at you. I'll start when it rings. Is it ringing? Uh, Does it ring out loud? Oh, here we go. Here we are. Hey, Bill. What sound? What sound does a Roadrunner make? Thank you. All right. Wow. That was really fast. Ten seconds, Bill. I'll, I'll call you and, uh, later and explain. Bill's a good friend. <laughs> All right. Talk later. Bye. He's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> An interesting strategy. I like that. You didn't say, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Good thought process. You're winning right now. Ten seconds. Hey. My Ronald, episode 52, did it in 22 seconds. And he was like, thought he was never going to be beat. Serrano, oh, wow. and then thirty he, was. Um, you know, he didn't. He didn't know that uh, I would be calling Bill and saying, 
What is what sound does a roadrunner make? Beep beep. <laughs> we gotta look into stipulations. Is that a legit? Is that the Warner Brothers bird sound, or is that a, a real roadrunner? Does a real? I don't runner? think there was any distinction drawn. My bad. My bad. You win. You're winning. <laughs> Ten seconds. <laughs> Good. Yeah. As a teacher move. I may not have the answer now, but I will get back to you. <laughs> All right. Very cool. So we talked about the golf tournament. Bailey's playing in the golf tournament. Irish night. Dawn's coming to Irish night. <laughs> we did crazy questions. We did. Kyle, how you doing over there, Kyle? How did Kyle do? It's his first day. You know, he did great. Isn't he awesome? Yeah, nothing fell over, not, no loud noises. We'll keep him around. All right. Crazy Questions, again, sponsored by Donut Crazy. We have a hat fundraiser. It's a cool blue hat. You see the Gastro Park hats? The blue ones that mm -hmm. Tay wears? We're going to put the Be a Good Friend. It's going to have one of these on the hat. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's better. Right? Should I just go with yeah. that? Here's our business card, some stickers. <laughs> um, hopefully a future guest over there, Dawn. Can I come on your show, Dawn? You're going to come on? Okay. Absolutely. And then I'll come on yours. Absolutely. Podcast. Do a, one and, do a one and one. Let's do it. We're <laughs> Ooh, doing it. Simultaneously? Ooh. Multi-stream. Yeah. Collaboration. First ever. Dual podcast. Can we pull that off? Yeah. Dave says... So... Yeah, really cool to have an audience again. Shout out John Bailey, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> and that's, hey, that's what a roadrunner makes, that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Dawn. <laughs> Very cool. And it was wonderful chatting with you. Likewise, um, thank you. We collaborated on the Pride event, and it was a huge success, and we were very happy to be there. Friends of Feeney was honored. We had our booth. Sorry again, we missed it, but we will be back June 24th, 2023. You got it. Put it on your calendar. Save the date. Uh, oh, everyone together now. We're going to count to three. We'll say be a good friend on three. One, two, three. Be, be a, a good, good friend. friend.